this podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i'm as always alex and i'm joined by dylan hi dylan hi everybody um you'll see if you just close your eyes if you just close your eyes if you just close your eyes. Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to mute man. you right yeah. now, just real quick. Okay. It's a good song. Christian's back, baby. Come on now. Yes. Um, but this is... My, well, that's... that's. Yeah, that's my one and only... Well, actually, there's two. Um, that's my one of two WWE takes um, that I'll probably ever make on this show. Christian fucking rules, guys. I, I fucking love Christian. Um, let's, let's move on. Okay, um, <laughs> we're uh, recording on OBS today, so we uh, we will have to deal with any background noise or uh, volume imbalances because uh, this only records with one track. So I will try to do my best, but this uh, this might not be our best output based on just audio, um, but we're gonna work on it. Anyway, on to the show because that's what must... hmm? I I said that. I should move on. <laughs> okay. Um, on to stardom, because that's what you're you're here for. Um, to kick off, yeah. as always, we have the news. Um, the main news is that there were some announcements regarding All-Star Dream Cinderella uh, over the weekend. So there are four matches official now for the Bootkin show. It's uh, Utami versus Saya, Mayu versus Yoshiko, Nanai versus Momo, and Asami versus Natsupoi. Which yeah, um, we we knew all of these pretty much, mm-hmm. uh, but they really just like set in stone. Kind of weird that did did they announce the B title match or no? No, I thought that would be on like one of the the Corkins next month, but it's but it's not. So I guess maybe because I think there's a Corkin so show a few days after Budokan, so they'll probably do it then. Yeah, because she's facing Saya at. Like the la- like one of the last shows before Budokan, um, at the, uh, I guess that's, that's on the Corkin, yeah, on the fourteenth, I think. Yeah, um, yeah, the February, the the, the Valentine's Day special, mm-hmm. um, so they're facing off. So you know, we have we have to watch it anyway. We were talking last week about how, oh, well, at least we don't gotta see Saya versus versus B. Still do, because of course we do. Uh, yeah, I mean, cool, like. The, the matches are cool. Uh, Mayu vs. Yoshiko is going to fucking rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to be the best 10th anniversary battle that Mayu has had. Um, I am confident in that. <laughs> and yeah, um, I'm excited. Okay, yeah. Uh, the graphics as well look really fucking cool for the show. Like, they're just really nice. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm just like, yeah, these are, these are some nice graphics. Um yeah, though that wasn't the only announcement. Uh, they announced some more participants for the All Star Rumble. Um, so the announcements were that uh, Yuzuki Aikawa, Yoko Bito, uh, Miho Wakizawa, Hiromi Mimura, Momo Nakanishi, Koguma, Haruka Kato, and Yuna Manase will all be in the All Star Rumble to represent kind of mostly OG stardom, but then different kind of you know generations of stardom. And I guess Momo Nakanishi is just there because she's probably friends with Rossi because she kicks ass um because nakanishi never wrestled in stardom she was an ajw girl but uh yeah it's always good to see Momo nakanishi yeah um it's it's sounding pretty solid i'm hoping that there are a few surprises given that it is a, a rumble type mm. match um 
and obviously I hope that those surprises are a bit later, you know, like a, a bit of the later wrestlers, because obviously um, I, I want to hear um, Involve All again, Getsu's theme song, because uh, of course I do. Yeah. But, you know, like maybe not Kagetsu or Suzuki, but, you know, uh, actually I don't even know who else I would want. I just want those two. I really miss them. Yeah. It's hard to think of like late stardom because like a lot of the people who have left recently were like injured Seriously or injured. Like, yeah or they like yeah. are too sick to wrestle so they can't yeah. really come back but maybe there's somebody we're forgetting yeah like i feel like there definitely is um i i want to see leo onozaki <laughs> like i'm not gonna lie like mm-hmm. i like that would be that'd be dope but like you know and i know that she is still cool with everybody like she she has actively been like cool with stardom she's gone to a few of the shows um in the past couple of months uh but you know her back is is fucked um but that like and leo nozaki won a singular singles match in her entire career um one or two maybe so it's like obviously that's a very uh deep cut like a very like specific that's like i want leo here but i mean i do because i love leo um and i miss her dearly but yeah, I, I can't really think of like other names. Maybe like some like just wild cards, just random people from the Joshi history. I don't know. Uh, obviously, you really want to see Aja Kong on a stardom show. Uh, I just want to see Aja, and I honestly. <laughs> like, I just yeah. want to see her wrestle. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and that's, I feel the same way. Uh, so she would be cool. But again, I'm pretty sure her and Rossi hate each other still. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, you, you never really know. Hopefully there are a few surprises. If not, this is still a really, really good um, lineup thus far. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Like, I mean, I, I've got a lot of the people that I'd want. You know what I mean? Like, Yoko Bito being there is awesome. Uh, Aikawa coming back is huge anyway. Um, I love Hiromi Mimura, so, you know. Oh, Act. Act is, is the is the one yeah. that everybody's like, oh, I wonder. She could, too, because, I mean, um, she's wrestling again. She's wrestling, like, this month. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that would be cool. Uh, I don't know if if she if that's in the books. Um, maybe Bull Nakano comes out of her of her um, commentary table and, and shows up. That would be cool, even though, oh, the you Booker know, T special. she's literally. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not going to sing the fucking Bad Bunny song, but it's been stuck in my head for a week, so you saying Booker <laughs> T did not help. Um, <laughs> it's a good-ass song, man. Um, but yeah, it, it'd be cool. Uh, I'm excited. Honestly, Budokin's looking pretty solid. Uh, even the Julia match that is shaping out that we'll talk about um, imminently, mm-hmm. that sounds pretty cool, too. So um, if, it, if it gets what I hope it gets, treatment. Yeah. But yeah, uh, fun stuff. Indeed. Um, the other thing around Budokan is that they uh, they put more uh, women's only seats on sale. I don't know if anybody noticed this, but I, when I went to check recently, there was more of the uh, women's only seats, and they have once again all been booked. So um, there's a big success there in terms of attracting women to the show. Um, there's two of the front row VIP 100,000 yen tickets still left. But those are the only ones that you can see any movement on. The rest are just kind of, you can still buy, you know, 12 or whatever, which I assume is the limit. Yeah, um, things are sounding good. Uh, I know that there's restrictions being put up, so probably um, max capacity is like 5K, which um, means that they can't really break their record of 5.5K. Which they weren't going anyway, but... to be fair. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um. But, you know, we hopefully good shit happens. Hopefully they, they, you know, at least break their like secondary record, which is like 1700, I think. Um, and that was from last year. I think it was uh, a cork and anniversary show, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the anniversary show. And then um, way to the major league was also very, um, very high up there. So hopefully they beat those two, maybe break 2K, 3K. Uh, that's That's really all they can hope for at this point. Yeah, I think like, you're looking at like two thousand to be like a good number um i mean i i don't know how happy they were with doing the one thousand in uh the edion but i feel like you'd want to do more than that for such a heavily advertised show because it feels like every other day the japanese twitter account is uh tweeting out like 
you know, different magazine covers that they're on and uh, different billboards that they're advertising on. Like, there's been a lot of effort put into this show, I think, to not do at least in the region of 2000 would probably be a disappointment. But I don't know, like, we don't know what their aim is. But, you know, that's the number in my head that I'd be thinking of, given the marketing effort that's been put in, would be, like, at least doubling, like, the Yokohama Cinderella number. Yeah, um, I say anything under 2K is probably a, a failure on their part, um, and it's definitely gonna just really hurt their plans that they have been, their very high hopes for the next mm-hmm. five years or so. Do you want to get into that? Yeah, so the the, the excellent uh, Dragon Moon translated something from uh, Kadani from Bushiroad, and the most interesting point is that uh, his goal is for Stardom to run the Tokyo Dome in 2025 on their own. I would imagine it felt it seems like he was just saying that they're going to do it alone, and uh, yeah, that's very ambitious. I don't know if it's possible. I don't really have like I don't think a promotion has ever had that quick of a rise, except maybe AJW. But they had like a very different cultural scene at the time to to piggyback off of. So yeah, I don't know if that's going to be achievable. Um, but if it is, then it's one of the biggest success stories in recent wrestling history. Yeah, um, I remember I I was this was a very like big. I was like, damn, he's really he's really going for it with this. And then um, I was talking to some of my friends, and they're like, yeah, but let's remember when he bought. Um, or he became president or whatever, when he was the head of New Japan, he was like, oh, we're going to run, like, a couple Tokyo Dumbs a year. Like, you know, like three or four maybe. Mm-hmm. And that obviously didn't happen, luckily, because that that's fucking insane. Multiple Tokyo Dumbs a year for one company sounds absurd. Um, so he is known for having very, very, very high expectations and mm-hmm. very, very high ambitions that don't always come to fruition. But obviously, I think I think it's possible. I don't know if it's likely. I don't know if it's, you know, um, probable, so to speak. I, I think it is definitely possible because uh, they are growing at an exponential rate and we're in the middle of a pandemic. Um, so if there was no pandemic, I would imagine they'd be growing at an even bigger rate. Uh but there's been a lot of messy stuff along the way. So definitely possible. I don't know if, if it's going to happen. Um, if it does happen, I am going to be there because there's no way I'm missing mm-hmm. that. Same. <laughs> um, with that then, uh, the next thing we should talk about is the awards. Um, so on the 30th, it was a show on an awards night. So I'm just going to run through some of the award winners. Um but also, I think we should lead with the fact that uh, Konami in a suit. Yes. Konami in a Joker suit. Konami in a suit. <laughs> I, I have um, actually, never I do se- want to talk about Konami. I've never seen a more Very united outpouring of this is our queen than Konami in a suit. Like Everybody was just like, this is, this is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was so funny. Okay, but Kagetsu in a suit. Uh, you know, look, Kagetsu was not as cool as Konami in the suit. Konami had that hair going. Oh yeah, because Konami like in a suit. Character. Yeah, Konami in a suit. Yeah, she she looks like an anime character. That's my immediate thought. Was that's like you definitely look like you're cosplaying as somebody, but it's pretty cool. Like I, I like I I dig it. Um, yeah, Konami in a suit did go crazy. She did throw up the E though. Um, the Empire, and it, I I just don't fuck with that. Um, I, I don't fuck with that at all. Oh, yeah. Okay, she's canceled now. Fuck her. Um. So yeah, we're just joking, gonna ignore. Joking. We're gonna ignore the award that she won because she didn't win an award. She she didn't get any awards. It's bullshit. <laughs> um, actually, no. I want to talk about her, and she's the only person that I actually want to talk about that won an award. Okay. Uh, because so she won the the technique award, right? The technical award or whatever skill. for the year. The yeah. skill award, yeah. Uh, so she won it, and out of the blue, uh, one of my favorite uh world wrestling entertainers. Shayna Baszler um, commented and said, um, Omedetto, which obviously means congratulations. And Konami, you know, replied, oh, thank you, you know, Arigato and all that. And I thought about it, and you don't know how much I would give 
to see Shayna Baszler and B Priestley switch. So that Shayna Baszler and Konami were tag champs in stardom and B Priestley and Nijax were, you know, uh, fighting Charlotte every day of the week. Like that would be so fun. Like Shayna Baszler and Konami go to tag team. Konami and B. <laughs> Shayna Baszler and Konami, like, come on, man. Like, like I, I thought I had that thought. And I was just like, nothing good is ever going to happen to me anymore. Because it's like, that's always going to, that's never going to happen. But I want it to happen more than like anything else. Because it's like, if we're going to make Oedo tie boring and mean and like, like, you know, just like, you know, like, like angry and all that shit. Shayna Baszler, perfect. Like, you know, like, oh my, that, oh, that really just made me upset. Because I was just like, damn, that's, that's, I am going to be disappointed forever now. Because uh, that would be so fucking dope. Just so, ruining, yeah. um, ruining your own life here. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Cause like, th- like, am I wrong? That would be so fucking cool. Yeah, I mean, it'd be it'd be fun. I don't know. Shayna Baszler, like pre main roster when she was just a technician, was hit or miss. I I, I fucking I'm a big Shayna Baszler guy. Um, oh, big big Shayna Baszler. Uh, you know, she has a she has a great theme song too. She has the horses. She does. That is yeah. it. Is pretty cool. Um. But yes, uh, we we unfortunately have to deal with B and Konami. Um, and I guess we'll have to talk about them later. But yeah, so Konami, as you said, won the Best Skill Award. Uh, Tam Nakano won the Fight and Spirit Award, which is pretty obvious. I guess that fits her and her whole I will obliterate you kind of vibes. Um, B Priestley won a Special Merit Award, which kind of feels like an a participation award where they're like, okay, we kind of have to give you one, but we don't have one for you, so here you go. Um, so that's what B got. Uh, best unit was obviously DDM because who the fuck else would it have been? Best tag team was Aphrodite, which I'm sure you're happy about. Um, it was a pretty like Oops. down year for the tag teams, so I guess the, they were the best choice because obviously like the the titles weren't around for a couple of months, so. You know. Yeah, I mean, it was it was between them, Momoaz, and B and Jamie. So it was between B. It was between Aphrodite and Momoaz, and I guess that obviously um Aphrodite wins because they have beaten Momoaz every time they haven't drawn with them. It feels like even though they did lose that one time, but you know, mm-hmm. um, it's Aphrodite. Yes. Uh, speaking of Aphrodite, uh, the best match award went to Utami Hayashishta versus Mayu Iwatani, which I'm surprised by, to be quite honest. Um, I was high on this match, yeah, but I'm not that high on this match. Like, I, I didn't I think was, it was the best of the year. I was not high on this match at all. Like, I thought it was a good match. Like, it was it was neither of their best matches. It probably wasn't even in, like, the top three for either of them, I'm going to be quite honest, because, like, Utami had good tag matches and that match against Momo. And then Mayu had like seven million good matches, so it's like this wasn't even like top three for either of them. Uh, but it, apparently, it was top one for you know start. I I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, the uh, Shining Award, which is a fan voted award, went to Julia, so she is she is popular with the people. Uh, Julia also won the MVP award, so uh, three award Julia is is her new name. Yeah, there there's that picture. There's that picture of her with like all the awards, just like hugging them. Um, it was kind of fun. <laughs> I'm really deserves. coming around to Julia. Mm-hmm. I'm really coming around to Julia as long as I never have to see a Shuri versus Julia match ever again. Um, <laughs> I think I'll be good. That's yeah. yeah that's like, totally valid. Like I, I like, she is so good when she doesn't have to be good. You know what I mean? Like, like she's one of the only wrestlers. Like, you think about somebody like Arisa Hoshiki. She was good when she had to be good, and she was one of the greatest of all time when she was like, oh, here, you, you should, we want you to have a good match right here, you know, for the wipeout. She would have one of the best matches of all time. Um, Julia, it's like, oh, we need you to have a really good match here. She absolutely fucking fails, and then the next day she has a random tag match where she is the greatest wrestler of all time. Like, it doesn't make sense at all. Like, like she has like there's no reason to to have like amazing matches at shows with a hundred people, but she does it. But then when she's at a big show with fifteen hundred people, it's like, eh, I'm a sit. Like I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hang stand. out for thirty minutes. She's gonna stand. Yeah, she's gonna stand. Yeah, that that good one. I, I that's a good one. <laughs> uh, 
good shout, good shout. But yeah, it's it's sort of remarkable that it's like when she's expected to have like a good match, she fails spectacularly. But then it's like Natsuko versus Julia when it's like, oh, this is gonna be a good Natsuko match. Julia completely like that was like one of Julia's best performances. Um, or Do just you know like there are people who hate that match. Like I saw that given like one star, and I am not sure what these people are watching. Or what they want from wrestling, but holy shit, man! <laughs> like, like I can, I can get, I can get not enjoying it particularly, but like to call it bad is just really stupid. Mm. Like I'm just gonna be honest. Like you know, it, it's not everybody's cu- cup of tea. You know, it's it's a bit clunky in comparison to, to. But then Julia has a lot of clunky singles matches, so I don't get what the outrage is. Like that's just sort of the style of Julia and Natsuko. Mm. Um, even though Natsuko could be a bit more clean sometimes. Whatever. Uh, let's not get too much into that match. Yeah, we, but we've been going for 20 minutes. We've been, not, we've been going for 20 minutes, and we have yet to talk about the show. Um, uh, and I, uh, we're, we're uh, not going to get straight to it either, because this show happened on Saturday, right? It is Wednesday now as we are speaking, and neither of the two title matches are up, and I think that is the most ridiculous shit ever. Like, if, like, if Stardom has ambitions of running the Tokyo Dome you need to have your shows up so people can watch them. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, Momo and Siri is going to be one of the best starter matches of the year, and people are going to be left waiting a week to watch it. Like, it's just ridiculous. Like, what are they doing? Like, they have seemingly all this money from their sales doubling and their fan club going up by 800%, but they can't, you know, get shows up in a timely manner. They can't live stream. They can't do anything. Like, Pure J has shows up the day of. Pure J... That they that's basically just command Bolshoi training people and then running shows with three matches that draw forty people and they have their shows up on the day of. Like <laughs> like is it that much is it that much to ask of stardom to just not take a week to upload shit? Like Jesus. Yeah, I don't know what's up. I I, I honestly don't because also, the uploads, the a lot of the subtitles were a bit fucked up. Like not like as bad as they were um during the GP um back in 2019. You know um, when Jungle became cute, uh, or was it Konami? I, I don't <laughs> fucking remember. Become um, cute. I bet I become cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, become cute. Yeah. Uh, it's not as bad as that, but like, just real, like just randomly, just like random typos that usually don't happen. I don't know if like Rossi's like just not feeling it this week. Um, or not Rossi. Uh, if Sunny's just not feeling it this week, but it's a uh, yeah. I don't. I don't fucking know what's up. Um, yeah. They really need to get that get their shit together. They do because it, it's a big barrier as well to like people wanting to watch. Because I remember I introduced somebody to Stardom and they were like, "Oh, I'm really excited to see this match." And I was like, "Yeah, you have to wait like four days to watch it." And they were like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah, like they, it won't be uploaded for like four days." And they were just like, "Why?" And that's gonna be most people's yeah. reaction, you know? Yeah, I mean that, and that's how it used to be. Like when I would watch it back in the day, is that it's like. It's like, ooh, I can't wait to watch this. And then it's like, well, I, I can watch Hina versus Rina. And that's <laughs> it for the next, like, four days. And then I have mm-hmm. to wait. So this guy sucks. Um, But, yeah, you know, hopefully they get their fucking shit together. I feel like I've been saying that for, like, a year and a half now, though. I really hope they get their we shit together. We all have. Like, when, when Bushiroad came in, we were like, yes, we're going to get live streaming. We're going to get a good merch store. You know, things are going to be cool. Uh, we do not have a good merch store. The Bayi page is it's not good because like you'll order four things and only one of them will be in stock and then you're stuck just like shipping that one thing then it costs more than the actual item itself um, and the shipping takes forever and we haven't got even close to live streams the live stream pay-per-views in japan but nowhere else and it's like what <laughs> like how are you going to be this promotion that is aiming to run the tokyo dome and not have your shit together in any way like I just don't understand that. Like, would that not be the first thing you do is to make sure that things are running smoothly before you have these huge ambitions? Like, am I wrong? Am I stupid here? Or is it like you should have your ducks in order before you try to run such big shows? No, you're absolutely correct. And um, I've been eyeing this new Dragon Moon from Utami. Nothing really interesting except Utami believes um that Kidani is is wrong about holding the Tokyo Dome. In 2025, she actually completely disagrees and says she can do it sooner. Oh my god. (laughs) Wow. 
Yeah, she she is going to bring that shit. She says, I will bring the red belt to the Tokyo Dome within the next four years. Isn't that so the that's kind thing? of fucking insane. Well, is... within the next four years, not in four years. Like, that's the... Uh, I guess. Like, that. that's what I meant, is I that mean, it's, like, before 25. I feel like, in a way, obviously they could run the Tokyo Dome. I'm sure they could eat the loss and draw whatever, however many people, but, like, I'm sure they want it to be viable. You know, I'm sure they want it to look good, you know? Like, sure, Utami could have started running the Tokyo Dome in two years, but it'll probably do, like, 10,000 people at most, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I I would go for where did they hold all of those all the dream or the one dream slam show, uh the 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 big one, the first one. Is that the Yokohama. Well, was was that? that Yokohama? Yeah, I think it was Yokohama. Oh, I think that is probably the the arena they should be going for next after the Budokan. Um, you know, is it still open? I don't fucking know. Don't let's know. just get out. Let's just move on. A return to Sumo Hall would be fun because I mean obviously that was where that they too. had their biggest show. So I feel like that'd be pretty chill. But obviously we're thinking years in the future. Like right now we're still trying to, and like I'm sure Ota Ward isn't like the next goal to run and sell really well, you know, because that's kind of, that seems to be their plan. Yeah, that was their plan like a year ago and it got scrapped. Mm. So I'd imagine they, they want to do that soon enough. Um, Yeah, anyway, <laughs> that's enough speculation and going off topic and complaining uh we will be reviewing the matches that are up from this show on january 30th um we have more to say about oh, some matches than others oh no what's happening um one more is from that show in osaka that we didn't get to uh, oh yes, fully. yes uh tam and mayu we we knew that they went to 15 minutes um and we you know said oh i'm sure it was fine uh it was a really fucking good match um, mm-hmm. I, I would I would go as far as to say that this is probably Tam's best match in the past year. Uh, I know you are are big on one of the Tam versus Julia matches, but I say this is far better. Probably also one of the best time limit draws they've done in months, at least. Uh, yeah, really fucking good match. I really really loved it. Uh, yeah, I, I'd recommend going out to see it, especially if you want to be given a reason why Tam is still decent and why Mayu is still the best wrestler in the company. A really, really good match. It's also really a palate cleanser for the, the Mayu match that happened in the next show. So I would watch <laughs> I, I would watch Mayu versus Tam just to be reaffirmed that it's like, oh, Mayu still is very good at wrestling. Oh boy, yeah. I can't wait to talk about the that match. But um yeah, Tam and Tam and Mayu was awesome. Like it was Mayu was in her like peak like I'm, I'm not selling. I'm going to absolutely murder you mode for a little bit, and that is always the best Mayu. Like she was just ruthless, and Tam was fighting back with just as much vigor. She was dropping her on her head, um, and they wrestled at a really good pace. And it was one of the few matches where I've come away going, I would have liked that to be longer. Like I came away going, I would like this to be longer to give them a few minutes to tell their story, and it would be amazing. Um, so yeah, like it's just a super fun time limit draw with Mayu at her best and Tam at her best too. Um, so yeah, definitely go out of your way to watch it. Um, and yeah, the other the other match that happened was was okay. You know, it was a elimination. Yeah, it was thing. It was fun, I guess. But... Oh, a way to tie didn't suck. That was that's big. They weren't bad. Um, they, that's, they, yeah. yeah, that's true. That is even though Natsuko got DQ'd. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> Which made no sense. She's abandoned cause... the chain. She's she's reformed her ways, and then she gets DQ'd in like the first show. <laughs> so funny. Like it. Uh... This company like, like and it's it... so funny because because she's not good at handling chairs. Like she finally got good at handling the chain, and then they made her get rid of the chain, and now she's using chairs. Like what the fuck? <laughs> What what a company, man. <laughs> anyway, um, speaking of Natsuko Tora, she was in the opener of our show. Uh, it was at the uh, Bell Sal Taka Dano Baba. Uh, 403 fans were in attendance, which is a pretty good number. And in the opener, Goki and Death beat Lady C and Natsuko Tora. Uh, Death obviously pinned Lady C, but yeah, Tora couldn't even get the win on her birthday, which is... It's like when Sasha Banks used to lose in her hometown all the time, and it was just like, oh, come on, can't you give her like this one? 
I I feel like I feel like this match was like aged and like like produced by Natsuko because it was definitely like I, I I felt a lot of the the vibes were just like this is exactly what Natsuko would have wanted as a match because it was just really fun. Um, referee Barb got into it a little bit, you know, like because uh, obviously Barb's really close with Natsuko and and now, uh, in fact, um, Barb was using the Love Me um the old school ref attire that that um. Now Yamaguchi made for him, oh, and cute. yeah, it was, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, obviously now and and Natsuko are like close as a fucking mm-hmm. like birds of a feather. Like they're literally always together. Every time that I see anything that they ever do, they're always together. Uh, so yeah, it, it was a cool match. I think Natsuko got. I feel like Natsuko, when she's as far away from fucking Oedotai as possible, is at its best. Like, she is so just fun and just entertaining. I can't wait until she has that, like, um, that Bonacano shift where it's like, she probably, there's like probably like going to be a split in Oedotai at some point, And she becomes the cool leader. And then, like, B is like the loser leader of the stupid one. <laughs> like, I can't wait for that to happen when Natsuko gets to be, like, a good character and just, like entertaining and interesting instead of just you know the leader of the worst faction in the fucking world right now like i can't wait for that that's gonna be so fun um and yeah this match is really fun okay (laughs) um if you want the non um the non dylan viewpoint it was a kind of fun opener but uh definitely nothing you have to go out of your way to see but it was uh it was a lot more fun than i thought um the match after that then was uh, young stars of Ruaka, Saeeda, and Starlight Kid. They lost to Azumi, Sayakamatani, and Utami Hayashishta. Um, there was some really good stuff here. Uh, Ruaka and Utami did some really fun hot shit at the start. That was really cool. Um, I'd love to see Ruaka and Utami kind of go at it again. And then, you know, everything from there was good. Um, if not, you know, not really notable. But it was it was a good match for what it was, you know, for... Just a nine-minute second from the bottom, featuring a lot of young wrestlers. Yeah, I don't have much to say about this. Um, Kid debuted probably my favorite mask first, uh, the black, white, and ruby. It looks amazing. Like I'm, I'm a sucker for a good mask, and this mask is like peak. Um, if she got like a tire to match it, I think that should be her like her main mask. Cause it just looks so fucking dope. Um. I'm a, like I said, mask guy right here. Big big fan of good masks, and this is probably her best. Also, at one point, um, Ruka got a a visual pin, um, over Talsaya. So uh, obviously, we we know what the Budokan main event is, but I think we all know what the Budokan main event should be, because you know Ruka did uh, get a three count over Talsaya if if Utami wasn't in there to to save Talsaya's ass. So, like you know. And then, and then the funniest part is that Ruka then kicked out of Talsaya's like I forget what move it was, but like a big move, and she just kicked out. And I was just like, "Damn, Ruka really, yeah, Ru- like I don't know." The finish was weird Ruka actually, yeah, because because Kamatani pinned Ruka after a drop kick. Like it wasn't even like a missile drop kick. She just jumped off the top rope and hit a normal drop kick. And I was like, "All right, <laughs> is that it? Like, did you just forget to?" Do a Star Crusher or something like? Yeah, and it's really weird because she's been building the Star Crusher a lot. Mm. Like I feel like every single match she has gotten a win with the Star Crusher, uh, in like the past month. So it's it's really weird that she didn't. But you know, uh, she just wanted to make the 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 Kappa look like a loser when she's not a loser. Because again, Ruka got a visual fall over Talisaya or anybody, so uh, she should be challenging for the red belt. I'm okay. not gonna let that go. All right. Uh, yeah, that that's all. Lovely. Um, the next match then, which we have to talk about, it was a tenth anniversary celebration. I thought it was a ten minute time limit match last week when I looked at it, but it was actually a tenth anniversary celebration. Um, Mayu Iwatani beat Saki Kashima. This is probably the worst match we've watched in podcast history. Like it was horrible like this is the worst of Saki Kashima and the worst of Weirutai they did fucking handcuff spots there was two handcuff spots if I wanted handcuffs in wrestling <laughs> there was three if I wanted there was three there was three if I wanted these in wrestling I'd watched the Royal Rumble okay I don't like 
if you know, I got my handcuff fill with Roman Reigns handcuffed to a scaffold for twenty minutes. Like I got it. I got my fix. I do not need handcuffs in my Saki Kashima matches or stardom. Like this was so bad. Like why? Like what did they do to Saki Kashima? Like what? Like she was really good, and then she had the great match with Mayu. And then she was just like, nah, I'm just going to like sit on people and be boring now. And I was like, why? And oh, this is the worst of way to tie. The absolute worst of that faction. Like, I just, I hate all of it. <laughs> uh, Yeah, so I would say um, this match was like 11.50. It was 11 minutes for mm-hmm. the sex limit. Uh, I would say the first 10 minutes and 30 seconds were some of some of the worst stuff that Stardom has done in a while. Uh. And that's really shocking because it's Mayu and Saki. Like you said, Saki used to be good. Uh, but but the premise for the first couple minutes was Saki doing a really, really bad fair play routine. Uh, you know, the, the old Yana routine where it's like, oh, I know I'm usually an asshole. I'm usually doing some bullshit, but I'm going to I'm going to wrestle. I'm a wrestle like a like a mm-hmm. like the clean baby face I used to be. Right. Um, but she forgot how to how to wrestle like a baby face. Uh, she she just doesn't remember so um so that so it wasn't good it wasn't good at all like the first like four minutes where she was just pretending to be a a, a good guy not good at all uh and then she was like ah, i lied and then she raked the eyes and she got handcuffs uh and she you know choked mayu out with handcuffs and then she hooked mayu up with handcuffs and it broke and then she hooked mayu up on it with handcuffs again and then it broke and she hooked up mayu up with handcuffs again and it broke and there was no point to it at all. Um, and that was basically the entire match. Uh, stupid shit. Const- it was just not good. Um, the last minute was good. Because uh, Mayu just started slapping the shit out of her. She had a tombstone. And then she hit the revival. Um, and pinned Saki with her own move. Making her look like a fucking loser. So that was fun. The last minute was was fun enough to, to note. But yeah, it was not good. It was not a good match. It, it felt like it was an hour long and it was only 11 minutes. It was rough. Um, especially after that really good Tam versus Mayu match. Not not a... It wasn't fun. Mm. Like I said, really hoping that Mayu has a better 10th anniversary match against Yoshiko. Shouldn't be too hard. Uh, yeah. Uh, don't watch it. No. It was bad. Tombstones like... are fun. Like Mayu hit the tombstone. That was cool. That That was it. Yeah, the, the best part of this match was Natsuko Tora beating up all of Stars by herself on the outside, which is both ridiculous and amazing. Um, and if you just watch that, then you're going to have a fun time. Uh, but just don't watch anything Saki Kashima does. Uh, yeah. This company, huh? <laughs> Sometimes it just misses. Like, mm-hmm. it, it is so off the mark. Like, so far away from where it should be or where it could be it's really like it's uh, it's fucking amazing it's insane um i uh, i don't even fucking know man (laughs) um anyway onto a match that we both will uh have a lot more fun talking about uh the donna del motto team of julia and micah beat the cosmic angels duo of tamnakano and nagi sayaka um Micah was basically invisible in this match, and Tam was for the most part as well. This was a lot about Julia and Unagi. Of course, they're wrestling in uh, match one of Unagi's seven-match series. Uh, I think it's on the next show or one of the next two shows. So they were building to that. And they did an exceptional job here. Like, Julia was just back to her big dick energy. I'm better than everybody in this fucking company. I will annihilate you all. That energy was back. And Unagi was like trying her damnedest to fight back, and she was showing a lot of heart and a lot of fire. And then Julia just slap her, and she'd be on the ground. Like it was the best of Julia, because she is at her best when she's just like, "I will annihilate all of you, and there's nothing you can do about it." And I know that I am this good, and therefore I am going to be cocky as fuck. And like when people play off that properly, it's amazing. And uh, Unagi did really well here. Um, Tam and Julia had a few moments, but they didn't really do much until after the match. But uh, yeah, like I really enjoyed this. I went from being cautiously hopeful that Julia versus Unagi would be good to now I'm actively looking forward to it. So they definitely did their job there. 
Yeah, I feel similar. Um, probably one of my favorite Julia matches uh, in a while. Uh, this is similar to what I was talking about earlier, is that I feel like when she doesn't need to be good, she is incredible. Um, and this is one of those matches that she didn't really need to have a good match, but it was an amazing match, and it was mostly because of Julia. She really she really killed it here, and uh, yeah, I can't, I can't say enough good things about her in this one. Uh, I, I say it very often, um, just because I like the phrase, don't sweat the technique. When Julia does not sweat the technique, so to speak... She's amazing. Like, when she doesn't pretend like she knows what she's doing and she just fucking, like, beats the shit out of someone, she is really good. But when she pretends like she knows what she's doing and she pretends like she's a fucking, you know, she trained in Lucha Libre when she didn't and she does, like, all of those arm dress, it just is bad. But when she does just, she just fucking beats the shit out of someone, it's really, really fun. Um, Like you said, Unagi got a little bit of, um, you know, a little bit of a comeback and then Julia's like, nah. I think we're good. And then she, she, I, as I said, um, she killed Unagi epic style. Um, that's exactly <laughs> what I wrote down because she, at one point, I don't know what happened, but like Unagi made that comeback and then she's like hit her and Unagi was on the ground and then she mounted her and then she started hitting her and hitting her and hitting her. And then that she picks her up. Like that she physically picks Julia up and says, you can't do that anymore. Um, and then Julia's like, fine. And then she waits a second. And then she grabs her and just chokes And she just holds it for like five minutes. And, and Unagi's dead. Um, Unagi is literally dead. Like she does, she does not move after the match. She's just like on the floor until Julia picks her up. And is like, look at this. She fucking sucks. She's, she's, look at, I killed her. Look at her. She's dead now. Like, and that, that was, it was amazing. I loved it a lot. It was really fucking good. Um, Yeah. I, I, this is a really good Julia match. Um, if you want a reason to like Julia, watch this match. Do not watch the Sherry match. Um, <laughs> and that, I, like, if, if if you, Julia's good. I, I'll say it now. Julia is good some, most of the time. Sometimes. I don't know. She's good. I'm glad that you've come around to my way of thinking because uh, she, she is indeed, when she's on her game, she she is amazing. Um, but yeah, like, the the story of the match that she was telling was fantastic and Unagi did her job well and it all bled into the post-match where as you said Julia was like this is your pro wrestling like this is shit like I've beat the shit out of her and Tam was like I'm gonna actually like Tam literally said I'm gonna break your neck I want to fight you (laughs) you name the stip no DQ explosion death match I'll do it I'm gonna kill you and then uh, Julia was just like really because I beat you before like what like are you really doing this again? Because obviously, again, Queen Julia is cocky as fuck. So she was just like, oh, fine, I'll beat you again. And then Starlight Kid came in and was like, yo, right, calm down here with the explosions. Okay, we don't need we don't need any death, Um, but I will face Julia. And Julia was just like, you're a child and I'm going to annihilate you. Sure. <laughs> and I was like, this is all no. so good. Like, I am so, the... like, <laughs> go ahead. Oh, the the funniest part is that, like, yeah, Tam goes like, oh, yeah, let's have a fucking death match, bro. I'm going to break your fucking neck. Then Kid comes out and is like, okay, let's calm down. Um, Let's all be honest here. Uh, fuck Tam. Nobody <laughs> gives a fuck about Tam. Um, I should challenge you. And Julia, I know you don't want to fight Tam again because she's fucking boring, right? And then she's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, that's kind of true. I'm, uh, yeah. Uh, we yeah, let's do it. Like like literally like, kids said like you don't want to fight her again. You want to fight me way more than you want to fight her. Let's be honest. And Julia's like, yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Like I don't yeah, I don't I don't really give a fuck. Like I'm not gonna lie. And then Tam afterwards is like, you gotta promise me that that we can have another match. And Julia's like, I'm not promising you shit. What the fuck? Who do you think I am? That she walks away. <laughs> like it was it was so funny like julia was on her game here and she was just like the like who like what the like have y'all forgotten that i've just been like doing this shit for a while like it's not like i'm just like no she she, i don't know i I feel like i'm butchering it because i was getting really excited because it was a really (laughs) fun altercation but it was just fucking hilarious it was quality stuff tam looked like a loser um, the Cosmic Angels looked like losers, and um, I like that's really harsh. Loved... That's that's pretty harsh. I thought they looked uh, well, very defiant, cause like 
every time Julia put her, uh, Julia would like stand on Anagi's like dead head, and Tab would just move as if like she's gonna kill her. She's like, if you touch her again, I'm gonna break you. So yeah, but she's already dead, Alex. That's the issue. Is that it's like, oh, if you touch her again, it's like, yeah, she she's she doesn't have to because she is on the ground crying like <laughs> like that's not like it's barely defiant when when like like imagine if somebody like broke somebody's neck in seven different places and then their friends like oh if you if you break it one more time i'm gonna hurt you it's like yeah i don't have to like okay well Tr- no, like, in fairness fine. tom tom was like unagi's gonna break your nose next week and beat you and then i'm gonna break your neck so she really did she really was just like we are gonna we're gonna kill you so you know i i didn't think it was too bad i will say though i'm instantly interested in tom and julia wrestling again because like there's a lot of hate there and if they play off that properly they could have a fun ass match like i just want to see the two of them kill each other because like the feud deserves it now like i know people thought it was inorganic the first time obviously now they have the history and they have this incident where julius is an absolute prick to unagi um to really build to it so yeah if if this this looks like the budokan match for the white belt and i'm here for it because i think they will absolutely murder each other i'm down if it's a death match how would that work though <laughs> like in stardom like New Japan doesn't do death Dude, matches. They've so they, had like a... I don't feel like it's a big no, thing. But Tam does death matches. Tam does death matches. That's the thing. But like um, isn't their whole thing that they want the girls to be like cute yet strong? Like I don't think death matches are, are considered cute. Maybe strong, but I don't know. Man. Like it would just go I, against I just like want... how they market the girls, you know what I mean? Because that's been most of the marketing is, hey, look at these cute, strong girls, because that seems to work. Like that was how AJW did it. Like, look, Chigusa Nagai is attractive, but she's gonna beat the fuck out of people. Love her, and it worked. Um, and that seems to be what Bushiroda is going. And then Chigusa did death matches, and it was some of the best shit ever. Like, yeah, she, when she like, was I'm no saying... longer the god of Joshi. Like, she wasn't as much of a draw then. You know. And she, is Tam the biggest draw in the world? No, so no, get her next but you know what I mean. Fact. Like, I, I mean, I'd be here for it. I just don't think they'll do it. You know, I just I don't think that's how they want to market start. Oh, no. I It's probably one of those things where it's like Kota Ibushi just says shit, and then everybody's like, "Oh, this means something," and it literally doesn't. It means mm-hmm. it means absolutely nothing. Um, so it's probably one of those things where it's like, "Oh, Tam said." The word exploding deathmatch. We've been waiting for another exploding deathmatch for three years now. They have to do an, an exploding deathmatch. And it's just like, yeah, she just says shit like that. She does, no, to be fair. It's just, you know, like it's probably one of those cases, but I feel like she said it and now I want it. Um, So <laughs> if I don't get it, I'm going to be disappointed. Of course. You know, like it's, it's one of those cases. I see. I mean, if you want like Joshi deathmatches, like. Ice Ribbon's letting Suzu Suzuki do them, and that sounds badass. Um, so, and also like Risa Sarah has an entire title dedicated to just her doing death matches, which is also badass. Um, yeah, I'm not the biggest Ice Ribbon fan in the world, but I'm just like, if they're doing Joshi death matches, and that's cool, because when Azakazumi did that one, the exploding bat death match, that was also cool. Um, so yeah, that was cool. Not telling you to watch oh, yeah, Ice Ribbon, but like. Watch Ice Ribbon because Death Joshi Watch Death Eyes. Matches are cool. Watch Oz. Uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. I I I I just prefer Oz to Ice Ribbon. I'm gonna be honest. Wow, that's that's, that's quite surprising. <laughs> like I like Oz Academy because they've loads of hosses just beating each other up, but like that's that's fair. Like I, Ice Ribbon is definitely better, and I'm not even the biggest Ice Ribbon fan. Yeah, I'm just weird, man. You are. Plus, I. I I'm I'm a I'm a sucker for Ozaki, so you know. That's true. I do I do quite like Akino, so you know I think I'm actually on board with this. And so. Akino, Akino is actually one of my fate, like one of those wrestlers that's like, oh, she's probably one of the best unrecognized wrestlers. Like I feel like nobody gives her, like look at her old like Nokia stuff or Noki A stuff, whatever. Um, in the mask and shit, like amazing, absolutely mm-hmm. fucking quality. Uh. I yeah, feel like she... we always get into like one <laughs> random wrestler that's just like, and we just like talk about how amazing she is. Um, but yeah, Akino, killer. Um, her match with Hamada against um LCO, absolutely amazing. One of my favorite matches of all time. Not even joking. Like that was 
That sounds crazy. <laughs> oh my god! And still, even even nowadays, she goes crazy. It's amazing. Um, so yeah, I, I I don't know why I forgot about her, but it's like that. She's the reason why I started watching Oz. It yeah. was her and Dynamite. Uh, I, I went back and watched uh, Dynamite and Size uh, retirement match, and I was like, oh, Akino's here too, and I watched Akino matches, and now I just like Oz. So yeah, nice. I must go back. Oh, and and, and Kaho. Oh yeah, Kaho's cool. Um. Yeah, that's <laughs> Oz Academy is pretty chill. Um, but yeah, this oh dear, he's gone. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah, <laughs> you, you, I was thrown off there by you departing the the call. But um, yeah, Oz Academy is cool, but this is not an Oz Academy podcast, unfortunately. So we have to get back to stardom. Well, there's there's nothing left to talk. I don't know, like. Well, I mean, we have to talk about the results. We didn't watch. Oh yeah. So um the these two matches aren't uploaded yet. I don't know why they aren't. I don't know why you wouldn't start with these two, but however. Uh the first one is that the Goddesses of Stardom title match, uh B Priestley and Konami defended against Hamika and Natsupoi. And then in the main event, Siri defeated Momo Watanabe to retain the SWA undisputed world women's title. And this match went eighteen minutes, so I'm really looking forward to it because that feels like the peak time for those two to have like an absolutely killer match without it being considered too short. So I'm really looking forward to that. And if it's like really, really good, we'll probably talk about it a bit next week because oh, why wouldn't we? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's those two. Um, nobody really thought they'd change the titles. And yeah, it's fairly standard stuff. Yeah. Um. Not obviously, we haven't seen the match, so it's like one of those things that's like, oh, there's not much to talk about. Um, we will probably talk about it next week, but the big shit happened after the match, uh, with with the the challenge of the leader of Queen's Quest. Oh yeah, so um, you talk about parallels a lot between Starlight Kid and Nazumi, and that is the first thing I thought of because they both challenged for a singles title. On the same show. Oh, Azumi brought it up. And I'm pretty yeah, Azumi was like, I want to have the match on the same show as Julia, so that I have a better match than Kid, <laughs> which is amazing. Yeah. That's so good. Um, that's like it's it's fun that they play into that sort of stuff, and it's going to be a really interesting competition between the two. I assume both Azumi and Starlight Kid are going to lose, but you know they can say, oh well, I had the better match, so I won. You know, which is fun. Yeah. You never know. I mean, Azumi might take the belt. Like, that would be interesting, at least. Um, See, she beat Siri in the GP, though, so I'd I'd assume this is Siri getting her win back. Oh, yeah, I guess guess it is. I feel like she beat Siri in the the GP, and then Siri has pinned her or submitted her every single time that they've been in a tag match since. So it feels like they're pretty even. So I just imagine, oh, like, it's... But, yeah, you're right. It it is 1-0 for singles matches. I remember that that match was really interesting the GP because it was one of those matches that like had a story that's like oh I don't wrestle anybody who is like more tenured than me basically ever so this is pretty interesting um so yeah it, I'm sure this will be a fun match yeah and that's on the um the February 13th Corkin which is like really loaded like they've loaded up the 13th it's um Julia and Kid then you have Siri and Azumi You've Mayu and Rin Katakura against Tam and Unagi and Cyrus B. And yeah, it kind of tails off after that. But then the 14th, I think, is just like it's uh, Himika and Micah again are challenging for the tag belts, which is kind of out of nowhere. Yep. And then there's a fatal four way, which could be fun. Uh, Utami Hayashishita against Saya Kamatani against Julia against Tam, which is, I guess, a That's prelude to a. Uh, it's going to be one of those like prelude yeah. matches, I guess. Um, the other fun matches on that show is that uh, Unagi Saka is against Mayu Iwatani, which should be fun. Uh, Azumi and Meiho Shizuki against Kid and Saeeda. And then, uh, you'll like this one, Momo Watanabe against Ruaka. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that. I was excited about that. Yeah. So oh. uh, the, the 13th is kind of loaded with the big matches, but then the 14th has some fun stuff as well, but the top match is not very exciting like Mike and Himika having no builds to just challenge for the belts they didn't even challenge I don't ever remember seeing them challenge for the belts in a promo or anything they faced Aphrodite remember no 
Yeah, they had a really good. That was when the Phoenix Splash first happened. Oh yeah, no, no. I mean, like the the they're getting their rematch now for like no reason. I don't remember ever them them ever going. Like, oh yeah, no, oh yeah, no. we want there, the tag there, belts. There's no, there's no reason. Oh, <laughs> that's foolish. There's no reason that's happening. But but like they they have a certain level of history where it's like they're they're reasonable challengers. It just doesn't really, you know, particularly. It just seems sense. odd to like main event a Corkin with a match like that where there's no build up to it i guess although we are getting some build up on the uh the next two or three shows which we should probably preview because uh we're approaching an hour and i would rather not go that long that's fair so the first show to preview there is uh it's at shinjuku face it is on the 6th of february uh, the opener is Starlight Kid versus Ruaka, which seems like a, an easy win for Kid. Uh, the match after that is Saya against Lady C, which should be a win for Ida. Uh, the match after that is Tam Nakano versus Mayu Utani versus Gokigan Death, which almost doesn't seem fair. That's like a handicap match, basically, because I assume the Stars girls will team up and beat up Tam. Yeah, but but that that's a little shit. She'll probably she'll probably like you know. Yeah, She'll probably watch some, Death win by just rolling one of them up. <laughs> She'll probably like. I wouldn't be surprised if she rolled Mayu up. Like, mm. I feel like that that wouldn't be even like offensive at all. Like, that would be really funny, and it would be like a, a little thing. I feel like that could definitely happen. Um, that would be fun. Uh, the next match. This actually looks like a good match. It's uh, Utami Hayashishita and Azami against Momo Watanabe and Saya Kamatani. Have we not seen this one? Like, has this not, not happened before? I feel like we were supposed to get it, and then it changed, but I cannot remember. Yeah, because I think it was supposed to happen, oh, and then it was a, three, yeah. a three-way. Yeah, yeah, Azumi broke her finger, mm-hmm. or fucked up her, her thumb, or whatever, yeah. Yeah, because when that, I looked at it, I was like, this looks really familiar, but yeah, we didn't we didn't get it. Hopefully it's good. Um, It's not the main event, though. It probably should be the main event, because uh, it would be, you know. Um, but yeah, that'll be an interesting match to see which of them gets the win, because I feel like none of them should lose right now, given that they all have big matches at Budokan, but I don't know. Azumi might lose. She might do, yeah. There's no time limit but then specified, Azumi's so I don't really... Challenging. Hmm? And she's defending. Uh, yeah, I don't know who loses here. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Anyway, we'll talk about it next week, I guess, if unless it goes to a draw, which is possible. Sure, it'll be fun regardless. Yeah. Uh, they've gone to draws before, and it's been good. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I I trust like three of the four to go along. Um, the next match though is uh, it's match number one of the uh Unagi Saka trial series. It's her against Julia. As we said, we're kind of hyped for this one now, yeah, when we weren't before. And then in the main event, main event Uedo Tai is here to stay. Konami, B. Priestley, Natsuko Tora, and Saki Kashima against Himika, Mika, Natsupoi, and Siri. Please just kill me. <laughs> I feel like there's been so many of these Uedo Tai main events, and they're usually like good, especially if they just let Konami and Siri do shit, but like. It's quite interesting to see them main event so many of these shows. <laughs> your silence is just your silence is deafening. I'm just. I really I I, because the thing is is that I feel like I repeat myself with this shit every single mm-hmm. week, so I just I choose to abstain. Okay, that's good. Maybe next week I'll, I'll start yelling again, but I just I, I'm good for this week. Okay, cool. Um, that's that show anyway. The next show then is the day after on the 7th. It's at uh, Shinjuku First Ring. Or no, Shin- Shinkiba First Ring, sorry. Um, the opener is Saeida against Saki Kashima. Uh, the match after that is Utami Hayashishita versus Raka. Wait, versus... dude. If Saki wins, I'm going to be genuinely distraught. She probably oh, I'm, I am yelling next week. Okay, I fine. I am yelling next week. <laughs> um... The uh, before I was so rudely interrupted, uh, the three way match is Utami Hayashita versus Raka versus Lady C. So, uh, we're gonna get to see some Hoss shit once again from Utami and Raka, which is good, good stuff. 
Fine. The match after that then is Suri, Micah, and Himika against B Priestley, Konami, and Natsukotora. With how often they seem to be pairing off Konami and uh, Suri, I wonder if that's the SWA title match for Budokan. That'd be fun. Um, I guess. Yeah, that, yeah, I'd be down for that. Yeah, let me see, though, some of the other lineups and see if that stays consistent, though. Oh, yeah, Siri and Micah versus Konami and Saki Kashima. That's at the KBS Hall. Um, oh, let's see, the Corkins. Wait, is the KBS Hall the, the good one? I have no idea. The one with the... Yo, that's the one with the glass! Oh, yay. Yeah, that's why I meant. Yeah, that's dope. It's exciting. Because they didn't get to go there last year, I don't think. Mm. Um, so, they're making their return after two years. So, that's really, really exciting. I love that place. Yeah, it's a cool venue. Um, Siri doesn't seem to be on the show on the 13th, unless I'm, like, missing something. Um, and then her and Konami aren't against each other on the 14th. Yeah, maybe it's not the title match, but it would seem to be going that way based on like some of the upcoming shows is that they've paired off Siri and Konami, so. Well, yeah, because, well, I mean, Siri still has to defend against Azumi, so I imagine that... Uh... Oh, that's what she's doing on the 13th. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she has to defend against Azumi, so I imagine Konami might challenge afterwards. Yeah, uh, that makes so sense. That would be, that'd make sense. Okay. Um... Right, so the match that's happening after that one on the 7th then is uh, Gin Death, Mayu Utani, and Starlight Kid against Sayakamutani, Mumwatanabe, and Azumi. Um, so as always, Stars versus QQ, this should be really, really fun. Um, I just assume maybe Saya will get the win to keep building her up. Yeah, she'll probably get another Star Crusher W, mm. I, I would say. Maybe. And uh, the main event then is uh, Natsupoi and Julia against Tam Nakano and Unagi Sayaka. So, gonna have some more build there to Julia versus Tam, which uh, should be interesting. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to the shows this weekend because I seem to be, at the very least, as a purpose to a lot of the matches where they're building to things, which I think is really interesting, you know. And I will always appreciate that on these smaller shows. So, while they don't jump off the page, there's some fun stuff here that should have ramifications for the future that I'm kind of excited to talk about next week. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think it's definitely a building show, and I think that it's building to good things. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty excited for it too. Mm. A lot of wrestling, man. A lot of wrestling going on. There is. There's so many shows in February. Like there's uh, like there's these two, and then there's one next thursday that's the kbs one on wednesday there's the seedling show with uh momo and ida on it and then there's yeah. back-to-back corkins there's another weekender there's a show on a tuesday thrown in there and then another weekender so full plate for where where is the seedling show gonna be like or what's the like where do you watch it because i never watch it live i always catch they haven't it announced live? yet. Uh, it, it it might be on Seedling Live, which is their like pay per view site, uh, or it could be like a TV mm. broadcast that has to wait a few days. I'd assume it's not a TV thing though, if it's you know including Stardom talent. But I don't know. They haven't announced yet where it's airing, or if it's airing, it might just never go out to the public. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. I'm not gonna. Um... If like one of the most anticipated seedling matches in a while, uh, well maybe not. That that's a bit you know. Uh, no, I, f- I feel like you're on but the money of... there because what was like Nanai yeah. versus uh, Nanai and Arisa the the hair versus hair match is probably the last one that was in 2019. Well, Yoshiko had some had some pretty big stuff. Yeah, uh, I mean, sorry. Sh- I guess I've never been like super like oh I cannot cannot wait for these. It's always like oh that's gonna be great. Whereas with this, I'm like, oh, this is going to be, like, insane. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm splitting hairs here, aren't so, we? Yeah, um, yeah, we really are. <laughs> um, I'm just, I'm currently just going through the fucking, the fucking timeline, getting upset about stupid stardom takes. <laughs> that's, that's a common thing, though. Stardom Twitter is, like, so extreme for the most part. 
Um, what's this? Oh, never mind. Anyway, we should probably take on the show. <laughs> yeah, probably. We've been at it for a minute. Yeah. Uh. So, yeah, that was our review of the uh, the award show. We talked a lot of shit in that first 20 minutes, so thank you if you're still with us. Um, we'll be back next week, uh, maybe earlier in the week, so that we can preview the uh, the KBS Hall show and the Corkins. Uh, we will also be back soon with VTG. Uh, we have uh, we have that planned. I don't know when we're going to record, but keep an eye out for Sunday? that. Sunday? Maybe. We will have to wait and see. Uh that's when the that's when the, the special guest ooh, ooh announced a special guest ooh. and he's not very special at all i'm not gonna <laughs> lie um Harsh. not gonna make that joke uh yeah so so he he will he will be joining us for hopefully next week um that will be out so yeah uh special episode of vtg with a special guest who's not very special but he's <laughs> cool i guess sometimes uh so yeah, catch us, catch us there. Same bat time, same bat channel. Uh, hopefully Friday. I don't know. It, it, we're we're just we're just fucking. We're trying to tread water at this point. Like we're just, we're just trying to survive until the next you know AJW show because you know they don't have shows in red. Like it, it's fucking. Uh, just leave me alone, man. <laughs> okay. Um. Before Dylan starts crying on the podcast, uh, I will I will close it out. Uh, if you all want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit down, you can sit down. We, you know, close the show as they do. Julia just stood. I don't know if you heard. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's it is four a.m. in Japan, and she stood up. So yeah, pretty big news. Somebody should probably like alert her friends that she's sleepwalking. But you know, <laughs> she 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 wrestles a thirty-minute match in her. <laughs> in her apartment and it's the worst wrestling match of all time because she's asleep and she is still Julia. Well she won't have an opponent either. (laughs) She'll just be wrestling the air. So it's just her. It's just her. And she is she's doing that one weird arm drag. She's selling really (laughs) randomly. She's throwing herself outside the ring for no reason. It's it's wild. There's no ring. She's just throwing herself off of her bed. Okay, you know what? That's 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 the closer. That's that's it. The show's over. Bye.